0: Welcome to the latest edition of Black Coffee with a Little Sugar, the podcast that covers a little bit of everything. I'm Stan.
1: I'm Jason. And
0: I'm Yvette. Um, we're happy to come back to you to to cover some material that we think is really important. Um, we want to talk a little bit of politics today. We haven't done a lot of that so far, but we want to get into that a little bit because we've got some big decisions coming down the pipe. Um, but, you know, we want to talk about our former vice president joe biden running for president guys what in the hell has taken him so long to pick a vp candidate
1: you know i don't know i don't want to uh, maybe 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 it would help him if he had a big old cup of black coffee with a little sugar maybe wake him up a little bit get him moving but uh i think some of it might just be down he you know he's a patient man he's he's getting up there in years you know the you got to get your naps in every day. That, that could be, that could be in the, in the way, getting in the way of things as he goes. So, uh, you know, it'll be one of those things where we've just got to get moving with him. We've got to get to the point where we can actually uh, understand what he wants, understand wh- where he's, where he's going with things. You know,
0: I, I figure with COVID out there, like, you know, some of us, we have a little extra time on our hands, you know, Everybody's joking about how he's been locked in a basement and now he's just coming out for the first time in months. You would think being locked in a basement for so long, he would have had plenty of time to figure this out. What in the hell is going on, Yvette?
2: Well, you know, the whole, brom- the whole bromance with um, former President Obama seemed to help him out. But I don't know, maybe he needs the former President Obama to help him out because he... Made him endearing to us in a lot of ways. I don't know, but he needs to think of something.
0: You mean there was a, quick? I mean, there was a time when the Biden gaffes were just funny, and and are they just serious now? What do you think about that, Jason? They're just we, we can't take a joke anymore.
1: You know, I well, there's a whole we could have a whole conversation about how we can't take a joke anymore as a as a, as a society. But it is, I think, it is something. I think I think there's something to be said for. When you're the when you're the backup, you can be a little bit goofy. But when when they expect you to be the the number one, people are a little bit um, more concerned about it. And you know this, this this setting deadlines and missing them and setting deadlines and missing them again, it could it could mean that yes, I'm I'm being very deliberate and very intentional about my work, or it also could mean is you just can't make a decision. And that's and probably got some people nervous at this point because we've already got chaos that we don't need we don't need more
0: no oh, the standard is really high right now huh <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah that's 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 one way to put it <laughs>
0: so i, I do want to before we get into that too much i do want to talk about you know this upcoming primary this election that we have on tuesday and you know i feel like i've been left out of the party like all i'm seeing is people posting stuff and media talking about they're mailing in their ballots and They've already voted, and man, what did I miss? Who, who, what's going on, Jason?
1: It's it, it, it's the COVID, but I mean, it's 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 something that I know we're doing it. You know, we're we're mailing them in. We're not we're not taking a chance of going standing in line, uh, mask and no mask. I mean, we saw what happened everywhere across the country right now. Every time you start bringing people back together, everybody ends up going home in quarantine, and so it's it is weird. It doesn't feel right. Uh, you know, I was. I've gone from being an election judge back in Chicago when Obama won his first time to being someone who's not going to go anywhere near a polling place. So it's, it's a shift. It's a change. Yvette, what are you going to be doing? How are you going to be handling it?
2: We're going to drive around the corner and go. Um, We're not going to mail in anything. I think that I could get around the corner before my ballot can get to where it needs to go. (laughs) So we might as well take that two minute drive and go around to the corner and stand in line. We normally go early. Um so it has never been that we've had to to wait with people. So we'll we'll see how it goes. But yeah, we'll be driving around the corner. I mean, I don't want
0: to be the one on here that's always bringing up race, but you know, we got this is black coffee and low sugar. The white guy is already taking care of his ballot. And the two black people, we still got the vote. Is that why <laughs> is that why Is that why COVID is killing, kicking us off? And is this why we're suffering so much? Because I hadn't done a damn thing. I'm I'm like, I got my mask and I'm going to go to the, to the polling, the precinct and vote. And, you know, I mean, I know that it's been a source of pride for me and a lot of us to be able to vote and we want people to see us vote, but, I mean, maybe we just missed the party. We missed the announcement when, like, what's up with that? Is it just white folks doing this?
1: Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I don't know about that, but I think that, I think he, I think it's the point of you're, you have a good, we just expect our vote to make it. We expect it to be kind of, we, there's no, there's no one there. I mean, that's, it's, it's part of that privilege conversation. There's no, there's no thought that it wouldn't matter. There's no thought that it wouldn't get there. There's no, Nobody's worried about the mail getting lost or anything like that. They just, there's, I think there's an expectation over the, and again, that's that privilege conversation we can get into. Uh, That's a, you know, dirty word to some people, but we we do have to acknowledge it at times and talk about that. That's, that's the lens. That's where it came from. I don't know. I
2: mean, I'm just kind of cynical. I just feel better if I put my ballot in the machine myself. So I don't know if that's a race thing. I don't know if that's, you know, an age thing (laughs) or what, but I'm put the ballot in the machine and see it go.
0: I mean, I think, I think, you know, we picked on Florida before. I won't do it here. I think in Florida, at least you have a shot. It's going to get there. But like, I guess if you're a black person living in Alabama or Mississippi, you probably think it's probably a 10% chance that that is going to actually make it to the, to the, the count, right? Like, that's probably real. You probably have no confidence that it's going to show up. That's a shame.
1: Yeah. That's, that's insane. That, that, that's, that's
0: a- but I, I can feel that. I, I believe that. I believe. Yeah. I mean, cause I, as I think about it right now, I feel like, yeah, there's people down there that are doing everything they can to make sure that some of these votes don't count. I don't want to be some conspiracy theorist person, but, yeah, Stacey Abrams made a name for herself. There's a reason why yeah. in Georgia,
1: and, and it's real though. I mean, look at what they started doing with closing polling places, you know, in in, in big cities and open, you know, and, and and limiting the ability to vote. So, so as much as we can say there's something to it, but there, it's not a conspiracy theory. It's real. I mean, the voter suppression is a real thing. So I I, I get it when you, when you're gonna feel that way, you're gonna you have to do what you got to do, which again is is insane when we start talking about numbers. When we start talking about how the how the virus is affecting people of color, that now you're going to say we, you you're going to make we're going to make you feel that you have to go stand in line and expose yourself to be able to get your what should be a, a right that's simply a simply done and and easy to get. It's and then folks just keep denying that the the virus is real, and then look what happens. You know.
0: Yeah. You got anything to say about any of that?
2: My, you know, what I start to think about is, is that you stand in line for all that time, and then some joker inside decides that you don't have enough ID, so you've already put yourself at risk, you, to think that you may or may not be able to cast your vote anyway, it just, I don't know, it makes me crazy just to think about what could happen. Um, Yeah, but there's just a lot of stories that you don't want that. To be you, but it could be.
0: Well, we can wrap it up, but I, I, I will say, I know everybody on this. We, we know each other, and we know we've been good. We behaved. We, we, we've, we've been cautious, but um, this extrovert in me is saying, I need to get out of the house for 50, thirty minutes and vote, because damn, I hadn't done anything else. At least I can do that and see some people. <laughs> watch watch it be nobody there but me but that's okay um you know what we want to talk about something else real quick maybe one last time this might be the last time we ever talk about something like this but we have to go back to Herman Cain like we have to talk about what happened and it was just such a dumb thing I mean I hate to talk that way you know you want to you want to be different when somebody passes away, but what in the hell was wrong with Herman Kane? What was he thinking, guys?
2: I don't know what he was thinking. I mean, I feel like maybe he could have had some good years left in him. Um, but why did he go do something like that? I mean, I wonder what he was thinking when he when he passed away. I mean, I you just kind of wonder if he thought it was really worth it at the end. I mean, just trying to please people and he paid the ultimate price. I I just, I feel bad about it, you know? Do you think he was
0: trying to please people or do you think he was trying to, was an audience of one?
2: Well, probably more likely (laughs) an audience of one. You know, you try not to speak ill of the dead, but um, I think that he, He wanted to make sure that um, the person he was trying to please knew that he was doing all he could, but he gave, he made an ultimate sacrifice for it. I just, I don't know if, like I said, I just don't understand why he would have done what he did, but people have motivation for stuff.
0: I don't want to pick on you but I, I just you know we have a podcast and we have a platform and like just in case if there's a couple of people out there that don't know who you're referring to who the hell are you talking
2: about yvette <laughs> i am talking about president trump i okay, am okay did that about- hurt <laughs> well no because yeah. you know
1: <laughs> she was she was i mean she was being all around she was dancing all around it. i was waiting i, feel yeah, like I, I was president.
2: dancing around it but you know <laughs> I try to give, I still try to be respectful. Um, You're the only one left the, doing that. Yeah. Well, I still try to be respectful because I do feel like it's important to be respectful um, of the office. I don't know if I can be um, that respectful of the man that's, that has that role. You know, I do my best, but, you know, I try to, I try to be respectful of him. <laughs>
1: I hear you, but it's hard. I mean, it, it just things, yeah. that, you know. Even with this, so so a man who we all agree was probably trying to pander or support him out there, not wearing his mask out there at rallies, you know, all he can talk about when he talk, when the man passes is try is calling this the China virus. So he has to throw shots and throw sh- and and be negative and be hateful while speaking about him. So you know, people can be mad if we're sitting here talking about a, a man who's passed and. And they may think we're not being respectful, but uh, we're talking about the reality of what this man was doing. I'm not. I'm not insulting him. I'm not going back and talking about how stupid his 999 plan was, or doing anything like that. This is not about his politics. This is about what was his responsibility as a as a leader, as someone who had a platform. You know, we we're sitting here talking about how we starting to have a platform with this. I can't. I can't stomach someone taking that platform and then pander into a man like Trump when the reality is people that look like him are dying from this virus more than people that look like me. Let's just be real. Again, looking at min- Minneapolis, take it take it local and immediate. 19% of the population in, of Minneapolis is black. 34% of our cases of, of COVID are from the black community. That's real, that's stuff you can't argue. You can talk about whether or not this is transmitted this way or that way or whatever it is, but the, the virus is real. People are dying and people of color are dying more than white folks. And so if you're a person of color and you're out there trying to kiss up to Donald Trump to and by not wearing a mask or talking about hoaxes or calling it the China virus, you're pretty much just an idiot in my book at this point. I just can't I can't stomach it anymore. Sorry.
2: Uh, well, the thing for me <laughs> is too, is that while well, he did what he did for Trump and and Trump I felt like was being petty. And he didn't even give him the honor that I felt like he was due. I mean, he just paid the ultimate price and he just didn't even have anything distinguished to say about the man who who really gave so much. It just it it just didn't hit me. Or I have to do it like um like the folks back home would say, I just feel some kind of way about it.
0: You know, I'm still stuck on something. I'll, I'll go back to that. But Jason made some, give some stats and he talked about Minneapolis, 19% um, black population. And damn, man, I hadn't thought about that. I've been living here 11 years and we only have 19% of population. This is the whitest state in the world. And, and I'm thinking 19 is not even that much, Right. I need to head to Atlanta or somewhere. But anyway, I I think um, what I th- what I say about Herman Cain and the, like other people in office, you're a grown ass man. Like at some point, you need to make your own decisions. I mean, this is very painful that that black people were, are put in this position where, yeah, I have to be a little bit disrespectful about somebody who's passed away. But we can't defend him. We can't defend somebody like this. Somebody that is that political, I mean he's that political and he's believing in stuff that most i I say the majority of black people don't even believe in this nine 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 plan It sounds like some six 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 plan or something <laughs> and and people are supporting we can't support that, and you know we expect people in leadership to in positions to lead um he got elected to office and he he's in positions of power he was he's he wasn't really in that position, but he is in a position of authority and be your own person, and and this is a good lesson in life is to show like stand up for something, do what's right, and um, don't follow party lines to the grave.
1: That goes for everybody. I mean that 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 goes across cuts across everything. I think that 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 message I want to get across clear is that this is not about bashing one side or the other. I mean we've got our our views and how we feel, but nobody should put that kind of ambition or that kind of thing above the lives of other humans it just it can't be it can't be accepted
0: yeah so that's a good 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 segue to for me to say again because this is going to be a theme what is going on with joe biden why is he in the basement trying to come up with the decision when he has all these damn great candidates and you know does it even matter anyway? You know, let's talk about past VPs. Let's talk about them. Let's have some fun for a minute. How many have truly made a difference in the election? How many do we remember? Do we remember any losers? So um who who's your fav- who's your favorite VP candidate ever?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's a that's a that's a that's a tough one. I mean, that's I I I had to go back and look. I had to go back and sh- and do some do some digging because I couldn't remember anybody past Palin correctly. I mean, everything else or okay quail, because he couldn't spell potato. So those are those are you know you got those. I mean, <clears throat> if you dig back in history, we've got you know I couldn't even remember who was running with Hillary when she lost. I had to go check. Does anybody can anybody think of that one? Who was it? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> no. Nope. Tim Kaine.
0: Oh, man. That's very, that's forgettable right there.
1: Well, yeah. That's really
0: forgettable. I mean, he's a great, nice guy, but that was underwhelming. Oh, I don't know who he is anymore. Virginia guy. Yeah.
2: Wow. Okay. I thought about Al Gore, you know, global warming and everything, but.
0: He invented the (laughs) internet, right?
2: (laughs) (laughs) But you know, it took me some doing. Uh, maybe I wasn't paying attention in um, in Leroy Morris's uh, U.S. history class.
0: I am. Um, I remember. I probably remember Sarah Pellin the most for all the wrong reasons because, you know, she really helped Saturday Night Live. <laughs> they made a lot of money on her, <laughs> and that was good material, guys. That was a good time where we could just have some fun and some laughs at she somebody's wore the best expense.
2: glasses. Yeah, I had to say that. She did. Yeah, I'm not yeah, I'm not
0: going to go
1: there. <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to get baited. No, we're about to have that we're, we're about to have Come that conversation on. anyway. We're about to have that conversation anyway. We can't I really don't agree her. with her brand right, look, politics. I mean, yeah, uh-huh. Just keep it that
2: way. <laughs> yeah, just
1: You know, I mean and and talking about the vice president, I mean there's been I don't know that there's been ones that were transformational in the, in recent memory. I mean, when you talk about you know balancing a ticket or doing something special, I mean, you can go back to Kennedy and Johnson, you can go back to Humphrey was, you know, I mean, there's, there's, you know, again, Minnesota, but you also look at, you're not you going to bring up Mondale. Come on. I was about yeah, to. Eight, eight I'm, getting I'm getting there. Cause, cause you got to talk about Ferraro. You got the first time that, that, that folks tried to put a woman on a ticket. And so so we talk about Biden taking his time, but we haven't talked about the fact that he's made the declaration that he will pick a female and, and he's going and everything now is indicating it'll be a black female that he's going to pick for his running. mate. And so where does that fit in the fact of where America is about being ready for this? I mean, they've proven before they don't want a woman. They proved it very much so with Hillary. And, and and so I mean they picked they picked Trump over Hillary. Let's just, let's just let that sink in for a second and then go w- with is this something that is it important that he does it this way? Is is, is i I believe it's time, but is it is it important for him?
0: And I I, I I know I'm gonna let Yvette have a lot of time on yeah, this, but I just I'm I can't that's, that's I can't I'm asking you I can't I wasn't let you get you. I can't let you get away with this. So I, I wasn't you, asking you, I was asking her. I don't, I don't think, but I'm going, I don't think that I believe there probably could have been a woman candidate that could have beat Trump. Like Hillary, who I'm still trying to figure out all this hate for her. I don't get it. Like, I don't know why people hated her to that extent, but I'm not saying, and I hope I don't think you're saying that there was no woman candidate that could beat Trump.
1: No, I'm saying I, I'm I'm saying that, that America didn't embrace somebody who had more experience, had had couldn't could not have had more experience, could not have been better ready for that position. Now granted the campaign did not do what it needed to do, but I still think there was a lot of backlash just against her. And again, we need to shut up and let Yvette talk.
2: <laughs> well, you know, as a black woman that's on the podcast, yes. I um okay, I'm I'm ready for it, but I don't know if it's gonna make much difference if there's a black woman um on the on the ballot or not. i I feel that all of them are more than capable, everybody on the list. but the way I've been feeling lately is that I want whoever is going to be on that ballot be able to win. I want to be able to close the deal. I I don't know if having a black woman on a ticket is gonna necessarily energize people to go out there and vote. Um, we have people out here who struggle if black lives matter or not. And we're gonna just say that putting a black woman on the on the ballot is gonna help something. I, I just, I don't know, I'm baffled. I'm just really baffled by it. Um, I just wanna win. I, I want somebody on there who can do the job, whether it's a woman, whether it's a man, I don't care. I just want somebody that we can get behind to um to beat Trump. That's what I want. Okay. Plain and simple.
0: Jason, I mean I I, I I I do care. I believe that I believe it's time to have a black woman not just be VP, but be the president, because I believe that that, no, I don't believe, I have numbers to prove that that group of people, black women, are the reason why the Democrats have won their election, their elections in recent memory. And I think they deserve a, a, a not just a seat at the table, I believe they deserve to be able to stand in front of that podium and lead. And if this country is not ready for that, this country needs to really take a second look because we let a person, I almost called him something, <laughs> to be the president. And I feel very comfortable and confident saying it's time, folks. It's time. And if this country's not ready for it, the hell with people. The hell with people.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not disagreeing. I'm I, I think that's how I started it. it. We it's time and it needs to happen. I, I get nervous about are people ready because i think people found reasons to hate hillary i think people find reasons to pick apart folks that are strong i mean let's look what happened you know i mean aoc is 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 an interesting example she came on all fired up and and very strong and people found every reason to hate her here in here in minnesota we saw ilhan omar get just she's getting attacked by her own party They're, they're coming after her in a primary strong women are getting attacked Across this country, and I've got to again, and and you know I I, my speaking my truth. I mean, I yeah, I didn't see it when I was growing up. Obviously, I'm a white guy. I had all the privilege in the world. Now I got three daughters. It's pretty obvious to me what's going on with women. And again, you know, then you amplify that for black women. And I just it's time that we fix it. I just get nervous that the country's not not ready.
0: We should promise our, we should promise our listeners, a a a a, an addition on this because, you know, you brought up AOC, you brought up Ilhan. And, you know, I, I think that when you look at some of the issues, particularly for Ilhan, um, some of these are platform issues and, and, and I don't know if it's just because she's a woman. I'm not smart enough to know that, but some of these are real platform issues that quite frankly, there are black folks, smart black folks that I know and they're activists that they don't agree with. And so, but that makes us have a good country that we can be, we can have our own opinions and still vote in and out people that based on our convictions and not just the color all the time.
2: But man, cancel culture is just really, really strong. And I don't know... If it's the deal um, where we will get out there and a and, uh, 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 candidate will have something, and then all of a sudden um, the powers that be, whoever the cancel culture leaders are, just start canceling people. I mean, what do you do with that? It, I mean, we have a we get we have a dangerous dangerous thing with with that. Where everybody has to be perfect. So you were alluding to it before, where we can't joke, we we can't take anything light, and um, you know, and we cancel people too. So I don't know.
1: You know. I, I- the thing going back really quickly, it's not about the fact that there are platform issues and we can't vote for people. We can be smart about our platforms. It's about how do we then go after somebody. We're not. We don't go. I mean, when you when you go after each other politically, it. If you go after the the, the with with Omar, for example, all all I see is going after campaign finances and what's going on with that. You don't see them going after her issues. They they pick on things she did. We talked before about. Um, you know, Obama wears a tan suit and gets destroyed. We talk about Condoleezza Rice being being looked at as, as, brilliant as she was, people worried about how she looked. You know, how what what dress she wore. Hillary got picked apart for her pantsuits. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking Michelle about Michelle
2: yeah. for those cap sleeves. <laughs> but she got arms to die for. But that's a that's a that's
1: something else. <laughs> <clears throat> that's my point. It's it. If we could have an honest debate about someone's platform and someone's uh, ability to do the job, but we 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 sneak back in behind and we undercut on those soft issues instead of actually talking about the real issues. That's where I'm getting yeah. concerned. You know,
0: I I I'll take a different. I'm not going to debate you on this right now. I'll take a different stance on this. I just know that you know you said 19% black population in Minneapolis right now. We have two black candidates that's running for Ilhan's position, and one of them's a black man and one is a black woman. And so that's making progress, I guess. And so we black people, we white people, we can decide on the best candidate and I'll leave it there. I think that if we could have that kind of situation often in this country, that's huge progress. That's huge progress. We got two black candidates, may the best person win. But what do you guys think about, like as we get near and end to this conversation, you know, let's talk some names. Let's talk about, does it really matter? Like, are they trying to be strategic? What's going on with these candidates? I mean, and I, 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 I want to hear more than, you know, oh, it's just ge- geographic and all that. I mean, Obama, you know, look, he—he. He, I don't think him and Biden were like best friends when he chose him. You know, Clinton and, I mean, all these people chose candidates and they had reasons for it. What do you think is going to happen this time?
1: You know, I think... It, the elephant in the room we've only danced around is that he's going to be picking someone who very has a very good opportunity to be the next president of the United States. He, I, I don't, you know, uh, people live longer and longer. I, I get that, but I don't have any be- grandparents that, that around or people around in my family that are, that are as old as Biden is now. So let's just be real about when you start getting that old, the, the odds start to shift. Um, so even in the first four years, could there could there be a, a need for this person to step up? So I'm hoping that's what he's he's making the decision on based on someone who can lead. But there's and there's plenty of good names that could. I don't know, Yvette. What do you think?
2: I just wish that I could wrap up the, all the candidates that I like into one. I mean, I would pick different ones for different reasons, like uh, Kamala, Har- Kamala Harris. She is um, she's brilliant um, and, and she's poised. And I think that she could stand on anybody's stage, just like Val Demings. There's a strength that comes with with her, too. Um, <clears throat> I kind of like Elizabeth Warren, too. I mean, there's there's just strength that and and poise and and. Um, I think that they're ready to be able to to lead. But, you know, the the list is full of capable people.
0: The list is awesome and, you know, I'm glad you mentioned Elizabeth Warren because, you know, in a in a normal election year, she'd be a a slam dunk. It'd be obvious in a normal election cycle, but is there anything normal these days, guys? There's nothing wrong Not about this one, but, um, I will say this. Every one of those candidates, every one of those women are so far above what we have right now in place for our current president and VP. I'm willing to go there guys. No. <laughs> We're going to be okay.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: We just gotta. We just gotta get some. We just gotta figure out how to help win. That's all. We'll keep people. We active. gotta
2: make a decision. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we're gonna wrap this up. And any parting words, like because by the time this podcast comes out, we hope Biden would have made a decision, and then we gotta do another one on on the on the selection. But any you, any words of wisdom for our hopefully future president?
1: Just win, baby. Just win.
2: That's where I'm at. Just when we
0: want to W. I think he should just not talk for a little while and just keep letting letting Trump <laughs> dig his own grave. Just go back to the basement for a little about a little while and people will tell you when they come out, Joe.
1: Time for another nap.
0: <laughs> so um, we did it, guys. This is um our latest edition of Black Coffee with a little sugar. And um, we hope that you enjoyed it. Um, We ask that you um, subscribe to this podcast. We ask that you send us a comment. We want to hear what you want us to talk about. Um, And we're having fun, and we'll be back very soon. So until next time, thank you for listening to Black Coffee with a Little Sugar.
2: Thank you. Take care. Bye.